0: Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that worked diligently to rid the world of crime and corruption through our incredible movie star choices.
1: Yay.
0: You have found yourself listening to the second film in our Recasted Genre Challenge, and you decide which of our new film pitches is most successful. Yay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've got the future of crime fighting with us, Hassa. Hello. And laughing at love is myself, Chris. Uh, See? Gave away some of our our genres. (laughs) On top of our normal recasting, uh, we both had to re-roll this film's crime noir genre um, and make it work for us. So let us get through all the corruption and news reporting as we recast L.A. Confidential or La Confidential. (laughs) Because I kept spelling it without the... Without the two dots. And
1: um, IMDb doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. It just keeps bringing up La La Land.
0: La La Land. Yeah. Two very different movies. Yes, they are. L.A. Confidential.
1: Though, one of them did have Ryan Gosling. Who was in one of the best neo-noir films of the last couple of years?
0: Driver. Drive Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. Because
1: this movie is straight up... Just an homage to all those old-timey noir films. Mm -hmm. Like, set in that era, like, bad cops on the take, and people calling people dames.
0: Ah, the dames. (laughs) Um, And Shotgun Ed.
1: Yep, Shotgun Ed. I don't know, I've always really, really enjoyed this movie. There's only one part of this movie that I don't actually like. Um, Do you want to guess
0: what it is? Russell Crowe.
1: Well, it has him in the scene, yes. I don't like the scene when he hits Kim Basinger's character. Yeah, that's what it I was It doesn't make thinking. any sense for Russell Crowe's character. Everything about that character that we know is that he, he's a protector of women. And he hits one, which doesn't make any sense.
0: Because she so. goes against him and sleeps with somebody, which is literally the job she does. Yeah, I know.
1: So. But. I don't know. I've always really enjoyed this movie. I remember watching it, uh. Well, it came out in 97, so I don't think I watched it in 97. I was 12. But uh, well, I might have. My parents like... weren't the greatest <laughs> when it came to sheltering me from not-so-great movies. I feel like this uh, is
0: one of those movies, because it '97, maybe 97. I feel like this is one of those movies I may have seen on an airplane.
1: That's weird.
0: Back in the day. Well, I used to fly between No, no, I know, but like Vancouver. this is a weird... Uh, but it's like... One of those ones where it'd be like, and we have LA Confidential on the screen. And you're like, that's all I can watch because it's like the early 90, or late 90s, early 2000s when mm. all you could watch was what, what they what showed you. What they showed you. I and then I just those. played Game Boy. <laughs> went through all my batteries. Yeah. That was like a nine hour flight. So you went through like 200 batteries? Yep. Well, those... I had a battery pack too. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, no, wait. That was the Game Gear. The Game Gear sucked batteries like crazy. Oh, yeah,
0: because it was uh, color. Color. Yeah. Well, Game Boy, you would last about six
1: hours. Yeah. So, what did you think? Have you you've obviously said you've seen this movie before?
0: Uh, I remember seeing snippets of it. Yeah. I don't know if I ever sat through and watched the whole thing. Well, what did you think? It was good. It was. <laughs> eh. It, it, it had some entertaining parts. I liked all the. I liked all the different characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I did like uh, what is it, Jack and Ed. When they go to the club and he accuses the one lady of being a hooker and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, <laughs> that's actually no, her. Yeah,
1: that's... And then he get, they get to the car and, the car and they <laughs> just start laughing about it. Um, Why didn't you tell me?
0: Yeah. This is way funnier. <laughs> yeah, and I liked, I liked kind of that beginning scene where they take him into the... They bring in the Mexicans. Yeah. And it's like the way it gets blown out. By them just talking instead of like, yeah, one of them lost an eye and one of them's in a coma and it's like no, but
1: actually even says he's like no, they're at home with bruises. Yeah,
0: they're at home with bruises and then and just how it escalates and then goes from there and then
1: yeah, I don't know. It's always like you always in these movies you always get the one goody two shoes cop, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think Guy Pierce does it really really well, right? Because it's he's not super just straight goody two shoes. He's also kind of conniving and dickish
0: well he's right? kind of that like two steps ahead mm-hmm. thinking because even you look at that end when he's like hey you're gonna need a hero you're gonna need two heroes you should take yeah. two heroes yeah so that he can be the hero as well as yeah dudley
1: right i don't know i was we were me and danielle were watching that last scene and i'm like you know what i always found weird about stuff like this is they never explain what happens after this these movies, and they, they kind of explain it here, but not really. These movies always end with a big shootout with cops. Mm-hmm. A lot of cops die, something happens. And the heroes, who are cops themselves, just kind of walk away. And it's like, wait, 30 cops just died? Like, that's got huge ramifications. <laughs> like... Well,
0: yes. There, there's always that. There's always that big, like, conversation where you even look at, like, Die Hard, where he just, like, walks away. And you're like, No. You don't get to just walk away from this. Like, yeah. You're not even like authorized to work in another city. It's, no. But yeah, there's always that like, oh, because they saved the day, they can all just go away scot-free. <laughs> and you're like, that's not how this works. Yeah, like, Die Hard 2 is just the trial yeah. of like
1: whether or not he was in his right to kill the terrorists. Were they actually terrorists?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. You killed them all. <laughs> Except for that one guy at the end.
1: Yeah, Al Powell killed him.
0: But yeah, there's always that question, right? And I think with this one, it's all about the setting, too. Because at least back then, they could be like... Mm -hmm. Because the whole planting of evidence, right? Oh, yeah. Well, with the shotguns and everything. The shotguns, and we're going to, you know...
1: Blame the
0: the black people. Blame the black people. Blame the... Who at
1: least were bad, because they had kidnapped that one girl. But... (laughs) Um, yeah, they still just picked some, picked some people they didn't want. It's some undesirables, let's say, that they, people they thought were undesirables and pinned it on them. So.
0: Yep. All right. Do we want some fun facts or do you want to keep going? No, we can get some fun facts. Chris's fun facts. Chris's fun facts. So much fun. Uh, if you can't tell, we're a little loopy today. You are. I am very. <laughs> okay, Mickey Cohen, the mobster who gets locked up, which causes the war for control of the drug trade in the story, was a real life Los Angeles mobster's from the late '30s until his death in 1976. Uh, after two imprisonments for tax evasion, they seem to get a lot of them with tax evasion. Hey, they even said that in the thing they yeah. got him the same way they got Capone, <laughs> right? Um, apparently he was a small-time hood who joined forces with Bugsy Siegel. I'm assuming it's Siegel. Not Malone? Nope, not Malone. (laughs) There
1: were Uh, a couple of Bugsies.
0: Uh, when Siegel came to Los Angeles to run the racket, after Siegel's murder in 1947, Cohen took over the racket The Bugsy had built up, including labor union shakedowns at the studios, drug trafficking, gambling, and prostitution, he was so hated by the police that he was constantly arrested for any crime, big or small. He was once arrested for foul language on the street. As shown in the movie, he was eventually imprisoned for income tax evasion and spent 10 years in prison. After his release, he was semi-retired from the racket and lived off his wealth, remaining a colorful character in the Los Angeles until his death in 1976. Gotta love the fact that they can just get right back out of prison and be like, I'm a millionaire. I'm just going to be a socialite. I, I got all this money now. Um, oops. Gotta oh. love when the bad guy gets away with all that shit. Yeah. Uh, many of the events in this movie were actually based on real events uh, This include the bloody Christmas scene where drunken police officers brutally beat up Hispanic prisoners suspected of beating up two uniformed cops Apparently the real-life cops involved were named Trojanowski Yeah, let's go with Trojanowski and Bronson In the film, they're referred to as Helenowski and Brown Trojan Helen just a little bit Uh, The plot line of The Real Life Gangster, as I already said, was true. Um, And I think that was all I had for that one.
1: Did you want to mention the Oscar wins?
0: No, no, we're still going. I got a couple more. Um, So much much has been made about the fact that this Los Angeles-based and inspired film stars two Australians in two of its most prominent roles.
1: (laughs) Guy Pearce and Russell (laughs) Crowe. And
0: then as you get down the list, there should be three, because further down is young Simon Baker. Yes. So I was like, "Is that Simon Baker?" And then I was like, "Holy crap! It is Simon Baker." Uh, Pierce Patchett's business is based on long-time rumors that there was really a house of prostitution in Hollywood that supplied ladies meticulously dressed and made up to resemble famous movie stars.
1: Because why wouldn't you?
0: I know. Like,
1: like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm totally serious. Like, of all the things to do in Hollywood, that would be so lucrative. Because who doesn't want to have sex with celebrities?
0: Uh but,
1: you know what I mean? Like, like that would...
0: I'm pretty sure you can do that somewhere in Vegas. Because, like,
1: that's not even... Like, that's a huge porn industry, too. Oh, yeah. Like, so... I'm not saying it's not shitty. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, it's not stupid, either.
0: <laughs> okay, well, in his memoirs, Hollywood, stars and starlets, tycoons and flush peddlers, movie makers and money makers, frauds and geniuses, hopefuls and has-beens, great lovers and sex symbols... That, that title
1: a, is way too that long.
0: Was so long. Uh, Garrison Kanan describes a visit to a place called May's where the madam dressed up as May West, which for some reason I just always think of Adam West, but I know it's not related, and presided over a cast of replicas of Barbara Stanwyck, Joan Crawford, uh, Carol Lombard, Marlene Dietrich, and Ginger Rogers, among others. Okay. So, what did we win Oscars for?
1: Um, Kim Basinger won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for this movie And uh, I believe the other one was Adapted Screenplay
0: Most likely Because this is a book Yes Which they thought would never be adaptable Why? I don't know That was one of the things Best Writing Screenplay Based on a Material Previously Produced or Published Or Best Adapted Screenplay Now does the original writer get an Oscar for that? Because um, it's an adaptation. When you think about the, it. The
1: Oscar went to Brian Helgland and Curtis Hanson. So maybe. I don't know who. I don't
0: know. But if I was the original writer or something and somebody won best adapted screenplay off of my book. I James I... Elroy run, wrote the novel. Yeah. So no. Because technically. But it's your it's, story.
1: It's his story, but they adapted it.
0: So it's not like best original piece. That's it. If I ever make a book and somebody wants to make it into a movie, I'm writing the contract that if they win an Oscar... No, just
1: help write the screenplay. Yeah, that too. And then you're you're in. At least write the first draft, right? So that's how you do it. That's how you game the system. (laughs) Get writing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ha! And then I'll just put in my contract that if you win, I won a million. What was your... uh, Oh, God. Genre of choice for this one. Good old luck of the dice. I got the happy-go-lucky rom-com. Romantic Ooh. comedy. How did you do that? Okay, well, because it's a romantic comedy, I had to shift the focus onto the relationship between Bud and Lynn. I know. Terrible. Um, I also decided it needed to include a more focused subplot of Ed and Lynn. Because you have to have that, that love triangle thing. That Well, it's not really a triangle because Bud and Ed aren't going after each other, so it's a pyramid. It's a V? It's a V. It's <laughs> the love V. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking now because <laughs> that's just stupid. Uh, um, I would also say um, instead of Dudley trying to take over the whole drug trade. It's now just Dudley really want to take over the business of Pierce, who is his partner, um, to take over the fake starlets Mm -hmm. and stars. Um, I really wanted the stars and, like, the fake ones to be played by their actual selves. So I had a trouble of whether or not I wanted to put this in modern day and have people, like... Modern day stars. Yes, I really thought Ryan Reynolds... (laughs) just shows up playing a prostitute version of himself and I'm like he would totally do that he totally would (laughs) Um, or keep it still in the 50s because he kind of needs some of the subplot there Um, so I don't know I I feel like this is this doesn't sound weird I feel like if you found the right director and right screenplay you would merge the two so it'd be set in the 50s but they still kind of like are weirdly modern about it
1: kind of like down to love with Uma e. McGregor and Renee Zellweger, sure. Which was set in the '60s, but always like had this weird modern vibe bent to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, it would be more about the whole stars and that kind of relationship, and that's where the comedy part comes. Because I love that part where they like throw it out the one person, like, no, that's the actual actress you just accused of. So yeah, kind of like that. Okay. Bud is still the handsome but bumbling cop. Kind of more of a himbo. Yeah. So and then yeah, Ed's still kind of similar. And then we go from there. But yes, the rest of them I've kind of uh, kind of went a little more what I think would be comedic actors than. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's a rom com. A rom com, good old LA
1: Confidential. <laughs>
0: uh, I put that one in the list as a joke, and it still backfired on me.
1: <laughs> you know, you were allowed to like veto it, veto it, and be like, "Cause I rolled." That's not. That's I rolled not. on mockumentary the first time. Oh, that you could have totally done a mockumentary. No, I on couldn't this. figure a way of doing a mockumentary. On
0: I would have I would have done a mockumentary. So, would have done it a 1950s voice. <laughs> Here we see Ed Eckley. Oh yeah. Okay, what did you have? I I ended up with Cyberpunk, which oh, was yeah. much much
1: easier to do. Um because Cyberpunk and Neo Noir
0: are the are same
1: kind of hand in hand, but like, just
0: visually style. Yeah.
1: Um but to make it a little bit weirder and to make it not Blade Runner, <laughs> um, yes. I'm setting it on Titan, mm-hmm. the moon of Saturn.
0: Um damn it, what was the Destiny who Titan? was on Titan who was Titan no but who was on Titan uh Sloan Sloan yeah eh, no one cares about Sloan
1: <laughs> Wow do you how did you,
0: did. Did, you, did you No. they were dating eh, that's fine <laughs> it was it was no uh fail safe yeah true um but i i wanted to set it there
1: because kind of because of what Destiny 2 did with it where it had a giant mall that was like a mm. a big, like, so what I did was I was like, this is a new, because this is Alley Confidential is kind of about a new police department, mm-hmm. right? It's not new, but it's not old.
0: It's about the right? resurrection of the police department and yeah. its image.
1: So this is kind of like a hundred year old settlement on Titan that the rich have totally glommed onto because of nothing but ocean views, hmm. right? Because it's based, Titan's basically just one big ocean. Yeah. Um, so it has this huge, like, separation between the rich side of Titan and the poor side, right? So you have the typical cyberpunk, um, antagonist unwanted people, the ones they pin stuff on. Hmm. I don't know if, I just kind of wrote down all three. So it's either androids, hmm? which help, you know, which that happens all the time, mutants or druggies. 'Cause there's always one of it's always one of those three. It's always the it's like the androids and like Blade Runner and stuff like that. It was the mutants in total recall and you know, it's always like the or it's the future druggies, like mm. some sort of drug in the future. Dread had that, right? The slow mo you know. So like there are the undesirables that the cops pin stuff on and stuff like that. But other than that, like the story's still very similar. I'd like to keep the whole prostitution role. Obviously it won't be the same with the Celebrities, um, unless you wanted to play it weird and be like, these are celebrities from the two thousands, and then just do it that way. But I think but it just I think it'd just be fine as a high end prostitution ring for you, the for the super rich.
0: You could. Here's the thing, though. You could do it as celebrities, but you could do it where they literally. I mean, because it's cyberpunk, right? You could literally do it where they have either facial implants or something that they can change their face yeah, style. This one
1: this one look, prostitute can be any celebrity you want them yeah. to be. They can look like anything,
0: right? And that's where Bud's like, "No, I want to see Lynn, yeah. not whatever the starlet's name was. But, I can't um, remember. That's <sighs> gonna bother me. I will look it up. Yeah, it's fine. Veronica Lake. Veronica. Yeah, it's because yeah. everyone gets Veronica, but you get Lynn.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I kind of want it that way, and I'm just, I'm just kind of picturing this super high end, but like because of the fact that it's noir. And because when I think Noir, I think Blade Runner, Hmm. I want it raining, Titan rains, it's just oceans kind of like that. So, uh, let's see, what else I write down? Um, I I wrote down that Bud doesn't hit Lynn, because that's stupid.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't have that, because that just (laughs) Um, ruins the (laughs) rom-com. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Um, I wrote kind of a mixture between The Matrix and Blade Runner.
0: Yeah. Right? I could see it.
1: Because, like, the Matrix is kind of touted as the cyberpunk mecca, but it doesn't, it's not really, because, like, there's no... Mm,
0: yeah. So. I would say, sorry, whenever I think cyberpunk, which is funny because it's right in front of me on the table, I always think Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Ghost in yeah. the Shell is a great And Ghost version. in the
1: Shell and Blade Runner have a very similar vibe to them. True. Sure. Right? Because there's no way that Ridley Scott didn't watch Ghost in the Shell and then like... No. Or vice versa. No, maybe not watch, because mm. Ghost in the Shell came after. Yeah, Ghost in the, the Shell uh, was 97.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but, I he mean... definitely got inspired the, by anime yeah. of some kind.
0: Because yeah. right? Ghost in the Shell inspired The Matrix. Yeah. That the Matrix min- was inspired by lots of things. Akira. Yeah. Ninja Scroll. So... But, yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk so. 2077. 7.
1: Yeah. The thing is, like, as as um, broken as that game was when it came out, like, it has a be- has an amazing aesthetic, right? It has this... Few, this kind of retro future look to it with all the boxy cars and all the stuff like that. And, like, mm. you know, I don't want it to be stupid looking. I want it to still be gritty and grounded and what it would
0: look like. See, I always want a shiny cyberpunk future. Because like, it's always, like, gritty and... Like, clean? So, like, Star Trek? Mm, eh, kind of a mixture. Where, like, I still want, like, the bright neon and all the, like, the bright, weird... 80s colors that somehow come in but then you still have like the robotics which Mm -hmm. should look cool and aesthetic not just big blocky robot arms because even now you can see like with 3d printing the way they can print prosthetics like some of them are just works of art and totally knock on wood if i ever lost a limb i would totally have something that looks freaking awesome i'd try to go for like a full metal look full metal alchemist yeah
1: (laughs) i've seen that yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Not saying I want to lose any appendages, I just (laughs) It's always in the back of your mind, you know. What what, what would I do and which appendage would it be okay to lose?
1: It's the left leg. Let's just be let's just face it. The left leg is the leg is the thing you can lose the most.
0: Uh, You don't need
1: it to drive. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's not a hand. You 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 need your hands. Yeah, but you can get robotic hands now can't play video games with a robotic hand yeah you can yeah you can that's true
0: you just need yeah. a one-handed yeah. joystick there's lots wow. of ways of doing it but just see how the one-handed joystick i just i'm having a great time with these uh innuendos here <laughs> okay the lovey
1: um, i think that was it for me for the yeah. describing of how i want to do my thing oh i want to keep the mm-hmm. fleur de thing like there's a lot of the storyline that i still want to keep because mm-hmm. it kind of still fits um but when they find, like, there was that party they went to with all... where.
0: The celebrity ones? Where yeah, he's yeah, like, where Jack, Jack was there with Danny DeVito and stuff like that. And he's dancing, and Danny DeVito's like, yeah, I did a... It's like, oh, she doesn't like you. Yeah, I did an expose on blah, 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 right? And yeah. she, her name was mentioned. Yeah.
1: Um, I want to keep those. I want to keep all that. But obviously, since it's the future and all that stuff, you have way more... Gender mm-hmm. fluidity and all that stuff within the prostitutes and things like that. Because, like, the fact that it was only straight up... Women. Women, like, that wouldn't fly. And... Well,
0: it's because it was all about the starlets, right? Yeah. So Also, like, the one where Bud shows up to her house and the one guy's like, you want me to kick this guy out? And then he's like, LAPD. It was like, okay, oh, we'll do it. And then he's like, we'll
1: talk to you later, congressman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, what a councilman. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they use those,
1: those uh, photos later to blackmail him into to do yeah. the vote they want. Okay. Shall right. we get to our um our list? This movie was directed by Curtis Hanson. It came out May 14th, 1997, and it has one of the highest Rotten Tomato scores that we've ever done. 62. 99% for critics and 94% for audiences.
0: Yeah, but we don't we don't buy that. Some of the movies they say <laughs> is just I don't know, 99% is pretty damn high. Yeah. So I can see it, right? It's
1: but it's also a thing. It's like, but it's, this is the thing. Hollywood mm-hmm. loves movies about Hollywood, it's yes, right. Whether they love movies, especially about making films, but they had like also movies about LA and stuff like that. So,
0: well, and it was also the fact that, um, one of the things we talked about was like, really, there's no one main lead. There's three. Mm-hmm. There's Ed. There's Bud, and kind of Jack. Yeah, even though he dies halfway through the movie, even though he dies. But they had to Roto use. Tomasi. They had. They had to use, two relatively unknown people, to play the lead. That mm-hmm. turned both of them turned out to be big stars in their.
1: Yeah, this movie definitely. They introduced
0: um, mostly Russell Crowe. Made,
1: made me love Guy Pierce. Russell Crowe's a great actor. Gladiator, Beautiful Mind, all that stuff. Phenomenal, phenomenal actor. But I remember watching Guy Pierce in this, and then loving him and going out and watching him in other movies this mm-hmm. this is the movie that led me to Memento mm-hmm.
0: right um, Iron Man 3
1: yeah the problem with Guy Pierce is for the last 10 or so years he he's, has been this
0: he's been okay, showing up and you are
1: gonna be the B-level vid- villain in this film yeah and it's like damn it
0: that's well, like <laughs> Bloodsport no Bloodshot Bloodshot yeah like I remember watching it and 30 seconds in you're like oh he's the villain yeah I'm like, oh look, they just took the same villain from Iron Man and put him in this movie.
1: Yeah, and like um, recently that Tom Clancy movie Without Remorse on Amazon, he was the bad guy again. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's unfortunate, but yeah. whatever. Alien Covenant.
0: Oh he's yeah, he's, uh, he's, he played the... he's Peter Wayland in those yeah. movies,
1: which kind of makes him the bad guy, right? So.
0: Old man, bad guy. But do we really watch Alien Covenant? We did. We saw it in theaters. Oh, did we? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Which is weird because I love the Alien franchise.
1: Yeah. He does a lot of things for TV called Jack Irish. Hmm. Jack Irish, Bad Debts, Black Irish, Jack Irish, Black, uh, Black Tide, uh,
0: Dead Point. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We can talk more about him if when we you want to his... see
1: a really stupid action movie with Guy Pearce in it. Watch Lockout. Okay. From 2012, this movie is about a guy who breaks into a space prison to get out. I think the president's daughter. It's so dumb, and it's really stupid, and it's really fun. <laughs> you would probably like it.
0: <laughs> Sounds like my type of movie. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Okay. And we'll talk about these guys when we get to them.
0: Yes. As we go through the list. Yes.
1: Okay, so we'll start with Mr. Pierce Pratchett. Hey,
0: our, uh, our putz meddler. Played ah, a millionaire. Yes. The Elon Musk of the time.
1: Played by David Stratham.
0: Who we all know.
1: Yes, we've talked about him
0: quite a few yeah, times on this, this this podcast. He's one of those guys. He shows up
1: in things and you're uh, like,
0: Oh yeah, hey, it's him. Yeah.
1: I think pretty sure we did sneakers for the sole purpose of you mentioned him in something and I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, sneakers. I really liked him in sneakers.
0: <laughs> so He's one of those faces that always shows up. Oh yeah,
1: and he's always amazing. He was amazing in this with his cheesy little mustache and so I'll meet you in the garage. Yeah. Um I'm kind of amazed that he never got his due, like no one, like they never came back to him as a suspect or something like that. So, I guess he was well too old,
0: though. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember this? No. In the movie, both Ed and Buxley go to his house. Oh, that's right. He committed suicide. They say he committed suicide, but then he's like, look
1: at his arms, like. No, no, I forgot that. That's right. It's kind
0: of hard to do it when you broke some fingers. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. They're kill about him.
1: Okay. Yes. Like, should, should I, shall I go first?
0: Should you, maybe, could you, would you, do you go first? Go first. I
1: don't know. I'm not going to talk anymore. You made fun
0: <laughs> of me. Go first. <laughs> really? <laughs> if we didn't talk because we made fun of each other, <laughs> this would be a very short podcast. <laughs> just
1: like every time you screw up an intro and have to yeah. redo it, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're not doing it this week. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Walk I, out.
1: So I picked. One of America's, Australia's nice guys. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He is, I don't know why. I just, I thought of him for one of the other roles. Jack Van Mm. And I'm like, he'd be great because he's so charismatic and everything. But I'm like, he's always that character. True. So, I kind of want to see him as a... A villain? Yeah. I remember, what movie was that? Uh, The Hook movie. Where he played Blackbeard or something? No, Peter no. Movie.
0: One of the movies we did, I cast him as a villain. Because I was like, I really want to see oh, Hugh Jackman. I don't, I, I don't remember. I think it was like year one. Yeah. I think maybe it was Quick and the Dead. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to cast him as the villain. Another Russell Crowe film? Yes. Oh, yeah. We've done a couple Russell Crows. But yes, I, I see what you mean. Because he always plays the nice guy. Yeah, he's always a really nice guy. And you want to see him as the badass Wolverine villain. Mm-hmm. Ah, multiverse. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe what Nah, I don't think we'll see Hugh Jackman, but old man Logan, maybe. Yeah. Let's get on this, Marvel. It's Listen just, to this podcast. It's just
1: Hugh Jackman. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is in the background. No, it's like, Deadpool in the background. He's like, do it, Hugh. It's like, I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> don't make me superimpose you
0: on somebody. <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin, this.
1: <laughs> okay, who did you have?
0: Okay, so I went a little out there. You're
1: doing a a very different version of the
0: film. Um, This all depends on if you can convince this actor to play it a little straight. Johnny Depp. You could definitely do that. Yeah. Because I don't want like crazy Johnny Depp. You don't want Mordecai? No. Good, because that was bad. (laughs) But I want him to be like just that kind of suave asshole. He can do that. Yeah. I think he could.
1: I want to see him. And he's a good actor,
0: and he's done he's, a lot of different roles. He's so. got a he's got a bad rap right now. Uh, whatever. No, not whatever. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp, <laughs> miss you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Come back to pirates. At least <laughs> a good one. Come back to doing actual good roles. <laughs> yes. Not just
1: crap. Captain Jack all the time.
0: Get in the Marvel universe somehow. We'll figure this out for you. We'll come back to you.
1: will come back to you. <laughs> he, uh, he could easily play anything. Galactus. Let's just give him Galactus. <laughs> All he says is, I hunger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> World devour. <laughs> yes. Johnny Depp. Who's next on our list?
1: Uh, next on our list is Mr. Sid Hudgens. Danny DeVito. Who's played by Danny DeVito. Who I still, to this day, whenever I see him and stuff... That is dramatic, and I know he does a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I still find it weird. A little bit. I yeah. will always find it weird to see Danny DeVito in drama, because he's just—it's his height and his build and his voice. Mm-hmm. He's just a comedic-looking dude to me, and I'm not—that's not like a disparaging thing. Like I just—I've yeah. But always... he also
0: has always—I mean, the start of his career, Taxi, right? Yeah. Is that the start? I don't know if it was the start, but he was in Taxi. But he was in Taxi. Like, yeah. he always played this... Although, Batman Returns, I'm sorry, I do like his version of the But Penguin. he's comedic in that. Yes, that's a, he's not he's, like, a, that's darkly. A... Yeah.
1: And, like, Matilda is kind of dark and stuff like is that as well. Like...
0: Have you ever heard the story of Matilda? I've heard lots of
1: stories of Matilda.
0: But the one with, about Danny DeVito and the actress that played Matilda?
1: Mm, which one? About the, the kind mom. of adopting him thing?
0: Yeah, so yeah. her her mom had, I can't remember if it was, like, cancer or something. And so basically Danny DeVito and... Rio a promo. Yeah. Um, pretty much took her in while they were filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I He's, mean, he, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But, yes, like, a lot of the movies, I saw twins on there. Him and Arnold. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. It just, I always see him as a
1: comedy guy in 1986 he was in the my little pony I just that. as grundle king
0: look it up people look it up <laughs> um but yeah yeah he's always a uh... and he's a villain a lot
1: uh, just because it's kind of in the zeitgeist right now he was the villain in space jam
0: yeah right oh in the original yes i thought you were like no that's legacy. why i didn't I'm call like, it no. space
1: jam new legacy i called it space jam
0: Well, everybody get up.
1: Oh, and he was in Last Action Hero. Yeah, he was the voice of Whiskers, the animated cat. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That movie is... We should do that movie one day, okay? I'm I'm
1: down for it. I love watching Charles Dance in that movie. Charles Dance in that movie does not know he's in that movie. (laughs) Because he is playing it so straight and so over the top, it is amazing. (laughs) So good!
0: That movie is just ridiculously good.
1: And did we we re- recast um, Ian McKellen as death at the end as well? And it's just like,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, we we could do that. That movie is that movie's good. We could do
1: an Arnold month. Uh, maybe we did we did Nicolas Cage. Whoa! Are you saying Nicolas Cage is better than Arnold?
0: That's for the fans to decide. <laughs> I don't think there's any way we'll we'll decide that. Okay. There's there's plenty. I guess I'm up.
1: Yes. Who is your Danny DeVito?
0: So I went a little. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like Danny DeVito. So yeah, you want you want kind of a shorter person, a little bit of fast talk. I want Lacofina Okay. Which makes it weird because it's like the '50s to modern, but I'm like, you know what? Just have her in like the whole. But again, we've had this discussion. Yeah. Like,
1: unless race is part of your story, like integrated it, into your story, be. who cares what the people are, yeah. right?
0: But yeah, I just wanted the like that really fast talking, like, "Hey, I want the scoop and I want the story." And hey, I got a story for you. Let's go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll rest it. We'll get the shot of the premiere in the background. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I went with Aquafina.
1: So I'm a little wary about my actress. Oh. So she isn't really, like, she's not really known for the fast talking roles and stuff like that. She's hmm. more of a dramatic actress but now that i think about it she did play in a, in a show with kevin spacey um but uh i picked kate mara okay i was gonna pick Elliot page but i picked her for guarding tests him sorry him for guarding tests my apologies um and i i know that was a while ago mm-hmm. but uh kate mara is also an incredibly talented actress I don't um, what i've seen her in fan, fantastic four stick fan four stick the Fantastic Four
0: shitty movie. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say Fantastic Beast, I'm like, no, she's not. What know. are you talking about?
1: Fan four stick. <laughs> oh.
0: No.
1: Um. She I was never... also I as because she was that. in House of Cards with Kevin Spacey. Right. Yeah. So uh... I normally pick her sister Rooney Mara, who I think is an amazing actress as well. Um, but uh, Kate Mara's, her and Elliot Page were. I think it was an SNL sketch where they were two tiny detectives. <laughs> And it is so unbelievably funny of these incredibly short the people way, trying to figure, like, trying to, like, reach evidence on a top shelf and stuff like that. It's very, very funny.
0: <laughs> she was in The Martian. Yes, she was. Yeah. Uh, trying to bring good old... <laughs> one, of the, one of the movies where we rescue Matt Damon. <laughs> we have to... Uh... Yeah, she was in Transcendence with, uh, with Johnny Depp.
1: Okay, I never saw that movie.
0: Apparently she was in Tron Uprising as Pearl. I don't know pearl is why do i not know that she was one of the uh things inside yeah. and she was in iron man too yeah she gave she him, was a u.s marshal who gave <laughs> the subpoena yeah i don't like things handed to me <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah kate mara okay good job thanks okay
0: mr dudley smith
1: mr dudley Spist. Smith. Smith? Smith. Smith. Played by James Cromwell, who we've talked about on this show before.
0: <laughs> oh, James Cromwell. James so Cromwell many, is awesome. There's so many and good people in this movie. And the then one we get thing to... I
1: never liked about this character.
0: Is his Irish? Is
1: his not-so-not-so-Irish accent. That is only there occasionally. Is James Cromwell not Irish, though? I don't know. No, he was born in Los Angeles, but raised in Manhattan.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why did I always think he was? Maybe it's the Cromwell. Yeah, maybe. He sounds like an
1: Englishman. Because Cromwell brought, led England for a yeah, while. Yes. Um, but yeah, he is... He will always be Zefram Cochrane to me. Like That's just... He's the man who invented Warp Drive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so... Uh, but he's been in so many... M- so many movies. This is actually one of the movies he's known for. And then Star yeah. Trek First Contact as Zefram Cochran. The General's Daughter as General Campbell. And Green Mile as yeah. Warden Hal Morris. 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 Never seen the Green Mile all the way through.
0: Um, long time ago. I'm trying to think of what other movies I've seen him in. He was in iRobot. Yes, he played the um, inventor. The guy
1: who invented Sunny. Yep.
0: Yeah. Apparently, he was in Jurassic World,
1: Fallen Kingdom. As what? Uh, Benjamin Lockwood.
0: Oh, he was the yeah. He was the old guy, who, old guy who cloned his daughter. Okay. Did you not see that one? Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw it once. No, oh. The new Jurassic World
1: movies aren't great. Mm.
0: The first one was... O- Sorry, I keep hitting that. The first one was okay. I wish they just stayed more in the park. Mm. I wish they just didn't redo the whole storyline, pretty much. He was George H.W. Bush in W. In W? Yeah,
1: the mo- the biopic of George Bush. With? Um,
0: Josh Brolin. See oh i was gonna say will ferrell but i think that's a stand-up comedy and (laughs) i'm like pretty sure he's not in that he was captain stacy in spider-man 3 yes he was so oh dante's inferno that's the voice of virgil but what what movie is that that's an animated one i think yeah it was based off of that game.
1: A darkly common, no this is the no? darkly comedic travel of the underworld set against an all-too-familiar urban backdrop. The use of the of used car lots, graded communities, strip malls, and the U.S. Capitol.
0: Oh no! Sorry, I'm thinking of something completely else. This is very weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's just got Dermot Mulroney and James Cromwell in it.
0: That's all you need. All you need is Dante and Virgil. They're not gonna do anything.
1: Okay. Uh, i guess it's my go
0: you're up i am picking stephen lang Ooh. you know who that is that's old general guy
1: old general guy that's right
0: if you need a military man is that not him (laughs) am i not thinking the right guy or am i thinking somebody else the one
1: from from pandora from
0: uh, avatar avatar Avatar? yes yes sorry we're on pandora yes getting unobtainium yes which is clearly obtainable that guy
1: Um, I just think he whenever I see him and stuff like he pops up here and there and other things that I've watched and he is always incredibly talented and very um, intimidating. Mm -hmm. He's really good at that. And I think you like he is the perfect kind of like chief of police, you know, captain type role. So, yeah. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Who do you have?
0: So, I went I went with J.K. Simmons.
1: There for very similar reasons. <laughs> very
0: similar reasons. Because he can play that captain role. I really want him to, because it's the rom-com, I really want him to try a really thick Irish accent, just for the hell of it. Just because. So they can kind of, like... Make it to the point where it's like they don't really understand.
1: Like halfway through, he just like drops it for a sentence. He's got, you
0: know, like, got like a Brooklyn accent. Like every
1: like, now and then, he'll drop it. and They'll be like, "Is he actually Irish? The Irish? I don't. I don't know. Do we ask
0: him? Hey, where where are you from? <laughs> ah, the Green Hills. <laughs> I don't know if that's California or Ireland. Ah, yeah, J.K. Simmons is great. Um. Yes. I definitely yeah. wanted him to play the kind of like softer friendlier captain until you get to the end and then he's just the asshole
1: Kind of like his role as Jim Gordon Yeah Jim, His Jim was actually pretty go, friendly you and You stuff go like from that.
0: Jim to his character in Whiplash
1: You want to go that hard or do you no. want to go from Jim to maybe JJ
0: No JJ is still kind of nice he just hates Spider-Man <laughs> He just wants pictures of him And he's going to show up in the next Spider-Man movie Because it's awesome <laughs> That was my favorite thing, and it's now we be- know why. Because it's multiverse,
1: you do not get anybody to top <laughs> Jay- that portrayal of J Jonah Jameson.
0: Like Sam Raimi had the best choice when it came yeah. to them. Like, yeah. I mean, Tobey Maguire was yeah okay, but like there was a reason there was no J.J. in the new Spider Man
1: in, in the new one or, or Andrew Garfield's. Right? Well, yeah, because because you can't. Like, anybody would be stacked up to, to J.K. Simmons, and you're just
0: not. No. Like... And that's why they <laughs> totally brought him back for... Yeah. I remember seeing that in the, th- the theaters, and I think Every... I was one of the persons that was everyone like... Everyone was like, oh my <gasps> god!
1: Because <laughs> we all... We all... Everyone suspected it was coming, yeah. but it was just such an amazing thing to see. Yeah. It was kind of like when Cap gets the hammer. Yeah. Like, you, you you, know it's probably coming, but then when it shows up, you're like, this is awesome.
0: <laughs> I watched the video, I think uh, when Marvel had it, it was like their 10 years or something of cinematic or it was something, and they were showing for the next phase, mm-hmm. but they showed the premiere of Endgame, and they showed that scene yeah. in the theater, and people lost their shit. Well, we lost our shit. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, were you there with that screening? game? Because I know it was like, our entire friend group got tickets to go to that, and we just, yeah, we all
0: lost our shit. We all lost, and then... When they show, when um, T'Challa shows Wakanda up. Wakanda forever! Yelled out Wakanda forever. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, I miss that. Yeah. It's nice going back to theaters. Yeah, but you'll never... I, the thing is, it'll take a long time before you'll, you'll get a another, Marvel movie. will probably have another ten years
1: before we get to that again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but whatever.
0: Hmm. They're working on it. Yeah. Croaky. Get in there, croaky.
1: Okay. Next. Kevin Spacey. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. That's, Play, that's playing the hear. character Jack Vincennes. That's all we'll say about Kevin Spies. This kind of
1: corrupt cop who is super into him just kind of I like slipping the fact that into he, Hollywood.
0: Yeah, I like the fact that he's the technical advisor and that's what he prizes above everything. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, if you hit him on his show Yeah. Oh
1: But he's still a good cop. Like that's the thing.
0: Well like, yeah, he changes he changes, right? He realizes that
1: no, but like even before that, like when they when they threaten to take the show away from him, and then he f- decides to snitch. Mm-hmm. Like he walks up to Edmund and is like, "Oh, it was you, wasn't?" Yeah. Like yeah. he knew exactly yeah, it was, who like, it was. Good, good play on yeah. that. <laughs> so, but like, yeah. he knew that the chief wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. doing that. It was somebody else, right? So.
0: And I like the fact that when they start like the the fight, he like kind of goes in to break it up, and then and then one of the other guys attacks him. So yeah. He so just he defends throws himself. throws himself. Yeah ah okay it's your go it's me this is my one one person that's not as quite famous but i want michael weatherly
1: michael weatherly why do i know who that is (laughs)
0: um ncis okay (laughs) denozo yes that's as well as bull yeah and dark angel was he in dark angel yeah he was the guy in the wheelchair he was the guy. and I don't remember that show very well. That's why him
1: and Jessica Alba got married.
0: Are they still married? Nope. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. But I played him because originally I was looking for, this is going to sound funny, originally I was looking for somebody that has always been playing a cop on TV shows and I wanted somebody and I was going to go with Christopher Maloney, but I figured he's a little too old. I don't know. He He might have been able to pull it off. Yeah. But I was like, he's. But I wanted somebody to be like that recognizable person that's like, oh, he's from a cop show. <laughs> and then he wants to work on a cop show, but he's an actual cop. So I was like, I kind of wanted to pair that. But Michael Weatherly plays Dinozo on NCIS and just that sarcastic kind and he of. He did for
1: like 11 years yeah. or something like that. It was ridiculous. That show, I'm pretty sure, is still on.
0: He's not on it anymore. No, no, he, he, left, he it. left it. He
1: left it, but still.
0: Because um, yeah. he did Bowl for a while. I'm not sure if that's still on. Yeah.
1: I don't know. You do more than a hundred episodes of a TV show. You're 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 golden for good. the rest of your career. So, yeah. With syndication, like yeah.
0: So. And like he he was a great character. He's one of my favorites on the show. Um, but it's just that like, not smarmy. What's the right one?
1: No, smarmy works.
0: Probably smarmy then. Is
1: that kind of like egotistical, like, yeah,
0: charismatic kind of person that just is looking man. out for him? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I wanted with Jack. Yeah. Because I wanted to be, like, trying to get buddy-buddy on the show and be like, yeah, I know, this is how you do it. So. Yeah. Michael Weatherly. Mm-hmm. Smarmy. Smarmy. <laughs> Who'd you have? Um,
1: I went with somebody who I knew could be quite charismatic and kind of, like, loud-mouthy, jokey and stuff like that. Uh, So I went with Donald Glover. Hmm. Yeah. Because, like... I know I Solo Donald wasn't Club. a good movie, Oh, but, but he was the but best. But Lando in it. was great. His portrayal of Lando was so well done. And Lando's kind of like this character, mm-hmm. right? He's the gambler. The like he has he plays with poker chips, right? Yeah. Like he's the gambler. He's the guy who is only in it for himself. Like taking money to. Um,
0: he's got capes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so many capes. <laughs> so many capes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And Donald Glover's. An all-around amazing actor, and you, you—you got to get better at this type of thing. <laughs> I really, really want to see him as the Prowler at some point.
0: I think that'd be—I think you will. I think. I mean, it's hard to say, really.
1: And I know they won't do the Prowler the same as they did in the Into the Spider-Verse movie, because no. that was such an amazing version of Prowler, um, especially the music. Mm-hmm. But I—I th- I think you they should do it, and I think, I think that's how you would introduce Miles.
0: Into that world. Well, I think you're going to start to see Miles coming into this world. I think at the end of the next Spider-Man. Because, I mean, the rumors are still, you know, um, Tobey Maguire and... Andrew Garfield. Like, they still haven't said anything. But then you had Doc Ock being like, oh, yeah, 100% I'm in this movie. Well, same with Jamie
1: Foxx. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm playing Electro again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I don't think you'll ever... I don't think they will not have them show up and i think it will end up going into more of the multiverse or the spider verse like that's where it seems marvel's going Mm -hmm. because it's now no longer the one track phasing Mm -hmm. of the big end game movie it's going to be this splitting off and being like okay now we're dealing with with the marvel universe with the fantastic four in this area and the spider verse over here and wanda's screwing up they can
1: the thing is too like With how they're doing it. I know this is a topic for another podcast that we probably do. But, um, like, with Venom. Yeah. This totally gives them an in for Venom. They could just put another Spider-Man in that movie and just call it... It's just part of the multiverse. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what they've basically been saying with the DC, right? Because they're like, everything's so screwed up in the DC universe... That they were just like, meh. You know what? It's a different multiverse. <laughs> this is a different Batman. We're gonna bring back everyone's favorite Batman. I'm like, can he be the f- or the Vulture as well? I'm hey. Batman. I'm the Vulture. Anyway, let's move on. I need to go. Oh no, I went. You, you went. went. I went. We went to go. Lynn. We're on to Lynn. Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Basinger. Somethinger. Basinger. I don't remember her from a lot of films. Cool World.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that's the first one that came oh, to mind. Oh, and Vicky Vale, of course. Yes, because we just talked about uh, yeah. Batman Returns, so we might as well talk about Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot she was a Bond girl. I was also going to say 8 Mile.
1: I d- never saw 8 Mile.
0: No? No. Is she not? Oh, she's not known. Oh, and Wayne's World 2. I don't remember Wayne's World 2. <gasps> Wayne's World 2 was the best. Sure. It wasn't as great as Wayne's World, but, you know, still the same. God, Wayne's World 2 was before this movie. Yeah.
1: Wayne's World 2 was in 93.
0: Yeah, she played Eminem's mom in 8 Mile. Mm. Um. She played herself on The Simpsons.
1: Yes, I saw that.
0: Yes, Wayne's World 2, The Real McCoy, Val Kilmer.
1: The Real McCoy was actually a good movie.
0: Yeah, Cool World in 92 as Hollywood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Batman.
1: Okay. That's enough.
0: That's really the only movies I know her from. Because after that, we go way too far back and I don't care. No. I guess it's me? No, it's you. It's me. Let's Sorry. hear who you have.
1: I apologize. I was assuming it was you. No. Okay, I'm going to slaughter this woman's name. Oh, do it. Um, but I chose her because of her most recent contribution to my life. Um, so I picked... Uh, Gugu matu Ra.
0: Sounds like you're swearing <laughs> an Egyptian.
1: <laughs> um, she is Rensler on um, Loki. The head of the TVA. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I picked her because that her and, um, and the other actress whose name I'm not going to remember. The one who plays The one who plays Selfie? the hunter. No, the hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was also in Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. They are both unbelievably phenomenal. Um, yeah, the lady, uh, mm-hmm. Sophia Moreau, or whatever her name is, from Who Plays Sylvie, is also... Everybody on that show was remarkably talented. And, um, yeah, I just I really liked her portrayal of this character who just wanted answers. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they were kind of going about it in the wrong way. And that kind of spoke to me with this character. Because, yeah. like, that's kind of how she was doing it, right? She was using Bud to get kind of out of this life, right? So, to escape the life that she was living, so...
0: Yeah. All right.
1: And yeah, I'm I'm sorry, ma'am, I have no idea which, how
0: to pronounce your name. Go look it up, people. <laughs> We're here for your entertainment, not to say names right.
1: <laughs> we'll learn it eventually, kind of how I'll learn Chiwetel's name eventually.
0: <laughs> he was last week, okay?
1: <laughs> Who do you have?
0: Um, I went... The other Marvel streaming uh, I wanted Elizabeth Olsen because I feel like I, this was so this was a little bit of a hard not a hard choice but I had a, a vision and I didn't really work out but I was looking for actresses that looked like another actress
1: mm-hmm. see that's kind of why I was lucky to be able to set mine so far in the future yeah that I'm like okay then I'll have to go with because like if yeah. you're gonna go with that like you go you pick Scarlett Johansson because she looks like that kind of thing Kate Beckinsale looks like but i also
0: because when i was trying to thinking of going modern i was looking for an actress that looked like another so like keira knightley and um natalie portman how they look similar so that you would have one of them look used to (laughs) sorry i was using that as a reference but how they used to look similar and was going to be like that's kind of what i wanted where i wanted the one to play the actress version of the other and be like yeah that's why i'm dressed up like queen amadala Oh, yeah. that we could that's, have gotten really weird with a very
1: specific
0: fantasy. <laughs> yeah, you're sure there's probably people out there. But anyways, Elizabeth Olsen...
1: I want her to look like Queen Amadala on Mustafar. No, we are not doing that one. <laughs> you are my
0: brother, Anakin. <laughs> this got really weird. Now there's a love V. Mm-hmm. You could have had Ewan McGregor over Christian, or Hayden Christian.
1: That's a n- not
0: a hard choice. You no. Know. Um, but Elizabeth Olsen is a great actress. Um, I don't want, I don't really want the damsel in distress kind of 50s-ish. Well, even then, like, this character wasn't a damsel in distress no. at all. But like, then she, I was don't...
1: This, she was just information, basically.
0: But yeah, like, that whole scene with her and Bud were, in this one, Bud hits her. Like, I'd take that out, and I'd literally have the whole line of, you know, how, be, how could you have done this? And be like, it's literally my
1: job. Yeah, You've should, caught me. She shouldn't have been crying and stuff like that. No. Like, like this was literally my job. I was told to do this. They took pictures of it, as you saw, mm-hmm. to blackmail him and to get you to be mad at me. Yeah. Like, this is what it was for. Like, like I'd
0: rather have her just, like, slap him. Yeah. Be like, you idiot. Can't you see what they're doing? And then just be like, bud, run away. Just running through the rain I'm wearing a wife beater (laughs) How did I not see this coming Ouch That is one of the things IMDb talks about They're like it's kind of ironic That he wears a wife beater Throughout the whole thing And yet he's a protector of women Which I do really like that about his character
1: Yes I do too Um, Which is why I thought that hit was so out of place
0: Yes it was very I think he. It really should have been instead of him hitting her, like him hitting himself,
1: or like punching the pillar that was right next yeah, to him,
0: like breaking a hand and then yeah. running away. So. <laughs> okay. Or just weeping like a little kid. Ed Exley. Ed. Shotgun Ed. Shotgun Ed. See. Okay. So I'm gonna say something. When I first saw that scene where he shoots the guy in the elevator, mm-hmm. I honestly thought. They were going to show like a kid or something in there. Oh, yeah, no. Instead, like with the guy, but he kills somebody else, and that's why his face looks so Mm. like that, but no, they didn't go that way. Okay. He was just Ed Exley.
1: Yep, just shotgun Ed. Or the Mandarin. Or the Mandarin.
0: The fake Mandarin, because we're going to see the real one soon.
1: Maybe. You don't think they're going to do it in uh, Shang? They might call him that, but I don't know if they'll use that name again. So.
0: I think they will, because in the one shot, they talk about how the real Mandarin sends his regards. No, no, I know, I know. And I think that's what they should have done. Yeah. We'll see.
1: Well, this wasn't really far from, so the, the first, the earliest movie I know Guy Pearce from is The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Never saw it. Um, it is an amazingly hilarious Australian film.
0: Um, it's one of those cult ones that are up there with, and I always remember the Drew Carey yeah. bit, because it's up there with Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, three drag queens going across Australia to do a gig, it's just very, very funny. But yeah, this was only three years before, that was only three years before this movie. Yeah, I mean, he did
0: a lot of Australian work, right? And like I said, that was one of the things, is they pulled the two Australians pretty Mm -hmm. much out of nowhere at that time. The time machine!
1: Yeah. Both (laughs) The Count of Monte Cristo and The Time Machine, he did like back-to-back, and they were not... They were okay versions of those stories. Um, the Count of Monte Cristo has a really cool sword fight at the end of it. Hmm. But uh, yeah,
0: Wasn't that the one that they tried to model after, like, uh, Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No, you're thinking of the Musketeer. Ah, right. That was a
1: European version of an anime Hong Kong-style fighting yeah. thing that had Tim Roth in it for some reason as Rochefort.
0: Why not? <laughs> Tim Roth in there. <laughs>
1: I know he is a very talented swordsman because he learned how to do it for, for Rob Roy,
0: um, but still, it's not the same. If I was ever a Hollywood actor, I would try to do as many sword fighting movies as I can just to learn how to sword fight, and then get a lightsaber and do the Ewan McGregor thing. <laughs> Ewan, we're gonna put those in afterwards. <laughs> pew pew! Stop
1: making those noises. Um, there's a story where Stallone did that for Rocky. Where he would make the the punching noises yeah. when he was punching things, and they're like, oh, "We gotta take that out now!" Like you're making this harder for us. <laughs> <laughs> huh, pa, pa,
0: huh.
1: Like, yeah. So okay,
0: um, I guess that's me. It's your go, yeah. My Ed Exley, oh Nicholas Holt. He 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 like x-men we've we've talked about nicholas holt a lot. I've, I've
1: used him a lot i've i yeah. really really enjoyed nicholas holt
0: i really enjoy him and i think just the way he portrayed beast where it was kind of like that almost that straightforwardness kind of guy that mm-hmm. wants to do good and i can you can kind of just see it in him um and that's where i see ed being like this up-and-coming youngster that really you know wants to be a good police officer. And I love the fact that they're always like, hey, lose the glasses. You'll never be a detective that way. <laughs> right? Like that's that weird. What are you looking not at? Like
1: we'll talk about it in a second.
0: Okay. Because <laughs> it's that like weird, like it's your image thing, right? Yeah. Where and he does kind of Nicholas Holt kinda of has that pretty boy image. That I like I'm like, yeah, I want him to be
1: I really in want this weird... I really want him to be a, a bond.
0: Yeah, he could probably play because
1: obviously they're going to want to go younger eventually, or he'll get to an age where he can do it, where people want it. I think he'd be a really, hmm. yeah.
0: So, no more Daniel Craig or Pierce well, Brosnan. No, this, this Bring is, them all back. I, <laughs> the Bond universe. I
1: truly do think that I am one of the. I know we'll will eventually do this because I've always wanted to do a Bond ranking, mm-hmm. but I am one of those true believers of. I think the Bond the franchise would be way better if Bond was a was a um,
0: the code a name. Code
1: name. And you just replace them. Yeah. Right? Not every one or two films, but, like...
0: Yeah, scare the rest of the world into thinking that there's this James Bond that's just always out there. Yeah.
1: Because, like, that would would be
0: the only reason you would ever... Don't they talk about that for Skyfall?
1: Uh, No, not really. Because in Skyfall, like, he goes to the Bond home. Yeah. Right? Which is his old home, right? So...
0: Uh, I thought there was talk that, like, they were going to have, like, Pierce Brosnan and them... Be in there that's uh, kind of like that old idea of like bomb. that was
1: kind of being to be a thing but it was never like a thing thing but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: But are, yeah. You, are you wondering why uh, so next up Russell Crowe is Zeus
1: next up we're having we have, as last but not least Russell Crowe uh, yeah he is Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder which is going to be interesting I didn't know that
0: makes sense because I guess they're trying to bring in Hercules I
1: guess so but, uh, yeah, I did not know that he was going to be playing Zeus.
0: I heard. No, actually, I think I heard that. Because hmm. there's, there's a bunch. But then that's also like, <laughs> Wilson McCarthy is playing the actor of Hella. Have you seen those images? No. You need to look this up. <laughs> so they got um, Matt Damon back. Yeah. To play Loki. I think they got like all of those people that played the actor versions of them. But they got Melissa McCarthy to play Hela. Because there's shots of her in set on in the costume. And it looks pretty funny. Yeah. Are you looking it up?
1: Yeah, I'm just looking up stuff. Okay. Yes, so, Russell this, is, this, this isn't about...
0: Thor, Love and, Thor Love and Thunder. We'll talk about it later.
1: Um, Obviously, Russell Crowe is an amazing actor... Um he um, was Oscar nominated, Oscar winning.
0: He actor, was a so. Robin Hood. He was He oh, was a Robin Hood, yes. He was not Cal-, Cal. Jorel. Jorel. Master of scheduling. Jorel. Master of scheduling. Um, um
1: He was in one of my favorite westerns, Three Ten to Yuma. Um yeah, he's
0: Gladiators probably my favorite of his.
1: Gladiators is a really good one. Um so Yeah Really really good actor So Okay and Is it my in? go or your go?
0: Um, your go I did Nicholas Holt Who'd you do oh. for Your Ed Exley I never
1: did my Ed Exley
0: Why'd you not do your Ed Exley? <laughs> Who's your Ed Exley? We'll come back to the Russell Cooley conversation
1: um, I picked Dev Patel
0: Because of the Green Knight no, I haven't seen the Green Knight. No, it hasn't come out, but it looks amazing. <laughs> I really want to see it.
1: Um, just because I think he's a very talented actor, and I think whenever I see him and stuff, he always plays that kind of righteous person, um, which
0: is—he well, didn't do that in Azuko. <laughs> Stupid Avatar. We got so many movies through before we came talking. back and I'm shit on Avatar. <laughs> oh, Dev. worst movie you've ever made me watch. <laughs> no. We've had several movies I that know, have been worse. I know,
1: I know, I know. Anyway, I think but Jeff Patel is an amazing best. actor. And yeah, he always plays this very, very righteous person. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see The Green Knight. Like, I think that, that is... Gawain?
0: Th- Gawain? I
1: thought it was just... Well, it doesn't really matter.
0: No, he's one of the knights of the yeah. round table. I think it's Gawain. Okay. Gawain? Gawain. I thought it was Gawain, yeah. Could be. I hate mm-hmm. can... spelling. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Ed. Good job. Good job on Ed, Exley. Hey, Russell Crowe. Hey, Russell Crowe. <laughs> he was Jorel And Maximus.
1: Yeah. And Henry Jekyll.
0: Right. I didn't see the new mummy, so... It wasn't
1: as bad as everyone said it was. It's not good. No. But it's not terrible. But it's not
0: the Brendan Fraser mummies. Again,
1: everyone's like, oh, it's a remake of the Brendan Fraser movie. I'm like, no, it is not. It is just a movie that is called The Mummy.
0: <laughs> but see, they could have totally done the Brendan Fraser mummy universe... As part of the dark universe and would have made it more. But that's
1: not what they were doing. They were trying to introduce the old mummy, like the Boris Karloff type mummy. That was it? No. Yeah, no, it's Boris Karloff. No, he was Frankenstein.
0: I think he did the mummy too. Uh, It doesn't really matter. Look it up. Yeah. but And they really did not go very far with their dark universe. No, they did two movies. Oh, what was the second one?
1: No, the first one was Dracula. no no yeah, yeah there was a, a dracula movie with um luke evans
0: oh but wasn't that like set in like dracula's origins yeah. Yeah. but it was then supposed to be like he was coming to the future
1: uh, yeah
0: because he was dracula yeah he's, oh, the, he's immortal
1: oh, oh. one <laughs> and johnny depp was the invisible man in that
0: series though you really? never actually saw him on screen <laughs> yeah literally Get it? Because he's uh, the uh, Invisible Man. Uh, like the Vanisher? Oh, I get it. That's good. He's not here, is he? You know? He got the role, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he got the position. You're in. Uh Brad
0: Pitt. <laughs> Did it for a cup of coffee.
1: Okay, it's my go first.
0: Yes, Russell Crowe.
1: So, um, I wanted somebody who I know could be this bruiser, but is also a really, really good person. So I picked Captain America, and I went with Chris Evans, because Chris Evans, he is such a he's such an amazingly talented actor. He always has that kind of goody two shoes look about him. Um, I know Bud's not that character,
0: well, but he up.
1: he is a protector of women, but he is a bad person, and I kind of want that from Chris Evans. I loved seeing him as the bad guy in Knives
0: Out. I was gonna say that, but even um, Scott Pilgrim, he wasn't like the. True, but his his younger versions of himself are a little more of a, because even in Fantastic Four, when he played Giant yeah, Storm, he like he, to, he was, they used to have him as the, the
1: Ryan Reynolds yeah. quippy guy, like that's what he used to be, but uh, I kind of want this.
0: That is America's ass.
1: <laughs> I kind of wanted him to spread his like not
0: be so <laughs> spread. It. Sorry. Really? After I just said that, and you're like, I really want him <laughs> to spread his. I'm like, <laughs> where are you going with this? Horizons. Okay.
1: Good um, enough. And go with something that is a little different, a little more nuanced. Because, like, Bud is a really, Bud has a code. Mm-hmm. And, and I like the fact that he does, even though, like, is, his code is basically stopping bad people from doing bad things. Well, as code, by any means necessary.
0: Apparently, I was also right? reading his code is, like, he doesn't drink. Like, he drinks whiskey occasionally, but he doesn't drink beer because beer is like a social thing. Hmm. And he's not a social person. Yeah. So. so.
1: Yes. Yep. I'm guessing you went with the other Avenger? No. Oh, okay. I went with King of the
0: Nerds. Henry Cavill! Oh. King of the Nerds! <laughs> yeah. I wanted the pretty pretty boy that's going to kick that your, your ass. Let's see with Geralt of Rivia? I want the mixture of Geralt and uh, every other character he's played. Every other character he's played? Geralt and Superman smashed into one. Not, uh... Um, Super Geralt.
1: Uh, what was the name of the character he played in Fallout?
0: I don't know, but he did the... Damn it. The shotgun locking arm punch. Uh, that was a great fight scene. But yeah. Because I, I, I want him to be that... What?
1: the Green knight is an
0: ad oh, yeah. on imdb right now <laughs> yeah cause i want him to be that like kind of bumbling cop but i want him to be like this yeah guy that stands up with his code and right and you want the pretty boy
1: well that's basically Geralt. yeah Geralt has a code he just doesn't really care who gets to oh. hurt in the meantime
0: right so yeah but i don't want grime down august Caval- walker that's what it is
1: justice league yeah He's known, for, he's known for being Superman and Mission Impossible. Daryl to Rivia?
0: Season 2 is coming out.
1: Yes, it is. Maybe he'll be known for that once he stops being Superman.
0: I wonder when he's going to stop being Superman. He needs to come to the MCU. Give up the DC.
1: Well, we've got Christian Bale,
0: so... it's Christian Bale playing?
1: He's playing Gore the God Butcher.
0: Oh, and Love and L- Thunder. L- L- Thunder. <laughs> so. Maybe he kills Zeus. Maybe he does. And then Thor's like, wait, there's another god of thunder? This is weird. Who else is out there? Raw? Okay, that's it. What? That's it for LA Confidential. LA Confidential. Is
1: that what you're calling it?
0: Yes. Because obviously
1: mine's not going to be called LA Confidential.
0: Yours is (laughs) going to be Being set
1: in a completely different part of the universe.
0: Welcome to Titans LA. We modeled it after old L.A. Well, I know, we ta- I know we talked
1: about this and we did Event Horizon, but like there was a reason they picked Neptune mm-hmm. for that movie. It was so they could have thunder and lightning in the background.
0: Also, Neptune was the god of the underworld. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> Neptune? No. Neptune, sorry. Neptune's the god of the sea, I think. Yeah. Hades. Pluto. Sorry, Pluto's the god of the underworld. Of
1: course. <sighs> he's not even a planet anymore. <gasps> Take that back. He's not a planet. Pluto was a planet for less than one of its years. You know what? You're just being mean. And it's
0: smaller than the moon. Yeah, Well, the moon's a planet, too. <laughs> and it fights evil by moonlight. Where can they... <laughs> Sorry, I don't throw that out there. Where well, can what, they find us? It?
1: Saving love by... Daylight. Daylight,
0: yeah. Never running from a real fight. <laughs> I don't know why that came back into my head, but thank uh, you very Danielle's
1: going to be happy when she hears that.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, you can find us on all podcast providers, Google Play, iTunes. Um, yeah, check us out. See if you can find us. If you can't find us, please let us know. Um, you can also find us, I believe, we're on... Are we on Twitter? I don't even yep, remember. We're
1: on Twitter at Recasted
0: Podcast. Instagram. Or,
1: um, Instagram. We're on all the social
0: medias that we can find. So Uh, you can find me on Etsy at the comic Eye store mm -hmm. or on the Instagram page, but I don't really update it all that often. I have somebody that's doing that for me. Not that they really are, but eh, whatever. Um,
1: And you can find Danielle on Instagram at Fiona beer. So yeah.
0: All right. Yay. Genre challenge. Next week's genre challenge will be fun. I don't know. I don't know yet what I got, but we'll see. Have you not seen this movie? I don't think I have. It's a good movie. What are we watching? I don't know. But all of us here at Recasted. Go watch City Slickers.